Hello, and welcome to this week's State Hornet News Podcast, where the other editors and I go over the week's news. I'm Will Coburn, your podcast editor. So let's talk about fake news, the infuriating buzzword that simply refuses to die. The concept moved from the pages of The Onion and The Colbert Report to national conversation during the 2016 election. And we're left asking, how do we make sure news and social media interact well? How do we as news consumers confront a media landscape that's full of sponsored marketing, political ads, and fake news? At Sac State, Professor of Hospitality and Tourism, Abhijit Shershat, has been studying social media behavior and how and why fake news spreads. Here's the interview. All right, so I'm here with uh, Dr. Abhijit Shershat, of, uh, who's Professor of Hospitality and Tourism here at Sac State. And... Uh, through your research, I saw that you have become involved in studying fake news and how that happens and uh, or people who fall into those sorts of traps. How did you uh, get there? Well, it's a long story. I started learning about social media a very long time ago, and mm-hmm. I wanted to know about how people behave on social media. And, and slowly and gradually during the 2016 election, presidential election, I started to review all the social media websites and I found there were a lot of fake news stories. And that grabbed my attention. And then I started to study more about it. And at the time, there was not much written about fake news, which was a newly set up name given to Mm -hmm. the older version of different types of news stories. Why do people spread fake news? Where does it come from? So let's start with this. Fake news actually is not just computers and instruments and and algorithms. Fake news on social media is much more than those tools. It is the interaction of the minds of people and computers. It interacts with people's minds. Mm -hmm. It interacts with people's biases. And it interacts with people's um, thinking about a topic. And it, it influences their decision-making ability. How does it, like, like what sort of decisions have you seen people be influenced by fake news? I mean, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. People are influenced about their decision-making of what they are going to cook for the dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. From there to something like the decision-making of who they want to vote in the presidential election. The thing is that people have their biases. And mm-hmm. what happens is the the people who make fake news stories are curating those uh, fake news stories towards the liking of their audiences. They camouflage the information of a real news story into a fake news story by adding something that people want to hear. And when they get that, people click on it, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then people like it. People comment on it. People share it. And some people actually know that it is fake news. But what they do is they copy that news story and they search it on Google. Mm -hmm. Everything that you do on on the Internet has a record, which they call it as algorithm, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is everything is recorded. And when I do it on social media... My 700, 800,000, whatever number of Facebook friends that I have, my computer automatically makes a decision for itself that if this person is interested Mm -hmm. in knowing about this new story, then his or her friends are also interested in knowing about it. So now it produces 
those results for my friends and family and everyone who I follow on social media. Mm -hmm. And same goes with Google. So in the process of doing so, you and I mm -hmm. and everyone on social media are adding to fake news. Yeah. Whether or not we are against it, whether or not we are for it, we are adding to the information and we are adding to the rhythm of spreading fake news on social media. And people who make so uh, fake news are making money out of it. Mm -hmm. Their only reason of making fake news is that they want to make money. So mm -hmm. they don't care about whether the news story is true or false or what's the real news story. They only care about their money. And we here think that, oh, if I comment on somebody and I tell them that this is fake news, then I'm doing good. But actually, you're hurting more than doing good. So when we see like a fake news story, like the one that I've seen recently about uh, the Amazon uh, rainforest fires being caused by aliens, um, I go, oh, that's stupid and dismiss that out of hand. Uh, my sister goes and shares it. Do we have like a recourse of, can we use this to try and teach critical thinking in the moment or is like just engaging with that going to spread it more so are you asking me what you should do if you see the fake news story right on facebook yeah if you ask me and many people will not like my answer on this but if mm -hmm. you ask me you should literally not do anything yeah. you should just scroll and leave it as it is if you really want to help people mm-hmm the moment you like, the moment you share, the moment you comment or you try to search it on Google, you're adding to the algorithm and you're helping someone make money and feed them. Yeah. You should not do anything. I, I, I almost feel like I'm Mahatma Gandhi of social media and trying <laughs> to tell everyone that, um, you know, maintain peace on social media, but that is what it is. The real thing is you should not do anything if you see so, uh, fake news. You should just scroll it for now and you'll help more than hurt. Well, I stop interacting with fake news on social media. Facebook goes, well, we'll curtail fake news stories, but we won't curtail fake ads. But what do you do when you have... Like if we are on social media and we have these like marketing companies agitating the fake news into our interaction anyway, because they're being paid by a company to market something. Again, the solution is don't yeah. do anything. <laughs> that 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 uh, when yeah. you asked me the first question, I was like, yeah, this is the real solution. Yeah. If you don't do anything, uh, is Cambridge Analytica going to come to you and hold your hand and make you like it? No. <laughs> they're not going to do it. They can't do it. Yeah. So if you don't interact with it, you are obviously giving the best possible solution for any type of push. Mm -hmm. I have so many social media accounts. I, from 2015 onwards, consciously made a decision not to click on any type of news story, whether it is fake, whether it is real, whether it is whatever. I don't click on news stories, but I follow various news channels that I like, obviously. Mm. I look at the headline and I leave it. I just keep scrolling. I found that in last three or four years, I have less news stories and have more stories and posts from my friends and family that I really want to know about. Mm -hmm. uh, so you mentioned that you still follow news, but you don't follow it on social, like you don't click through on social media. 
Um, do you like, so do you recommend just like having like a digital subscription to like whatever news do you, do you have a preferred way of interacting with the news that you think is better for promoting actual news and less about fake news? I'm not going to say I have a preferred me- uh, method. I'm going to say that I follow, I, I made choice of three news channels mm-hmm. that I'm not going to give you the names, but <laughs> I made a choice of three news channels that I feel are more legit. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying they're 100% legit, but are more legit than the others. And I made choice of only three and I only follow three news channels. And I think that is enough for anyone across the world to follow three news channels that they feel are legit and and leave everything aside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, now then when I say this, people will start talking about how about some news channels that are not good, mm-hmm. that are uh, promoting their biases. All I'm saying is get your news from somewhere because you have to be connected in today's day and time and you have to be you have to know a news story and after you get the news stories from that news channel you still have the ability to filter their biases Mm -hmm. and trust on what you want to trust so again it boils down to using social media and in and the internet wisely but at the end, it is using your critical thinking ability, your common sense, your brain to keep the biases at bay and use it why uh, and trust only the real news part of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's great. In other news from around campus, this week was Mental Health Awareness Week. Student Health and Counseling Services at Sacramento State held a Mental Health Unity Pledge on Thursday, where over 200 individuals signed a pledge to promote solidarity and support for people with mental health concerns. And Wednesday night, a brief power outage on campus trapped child development major Destiny Monrell for two hours in an elevator. State Hornet Arts and Entertainment Editor Ronaldo Gomez was on the scene and got a hold of her right as after Sacramento Fire managed to get her out of the elevator. How was it like in there? I was hyperventilating. I couldn't breathe. It was hot. I was scared. I wanted to cry. I really honestly wanted to cry because I was alone and I was scared. So what were you doing in the elevator? Were you going to your car? Were you going anywhere specific? So um, they have like a SP reveal tonight. So I was going on my way up to the fifth floor. And all of a sudden on the second floor, it goes pitch black everywhere. And then the elevator stops and then it turns back on and I'm stuck there. And Sac State has joined a pilot program for a new form of data monitoring of freshman students that will track their movements through their mobile devices connected to the school's Wi-Fi. The de-identified and aggregated data will be used to determine how students are using the school's faculties. Participating in the study will be voluntary and will only be of freshman students at this point in time. And a change in the California state budget California State Universities have been given funds to offer immigration services to university students and staff, and there will now be a lawyer from the Coalition of Human Rights Los Angeles in the Dreamer Resource Center every Friday to counsel for services such as DACA renewal and legal screening to see if immigration status can be adjusted. You can read more about immigration services, the Dreamer Resource Center, and profiles of several of the students receiving deferred action for childhood arrival at statehornet.com. Thank you for listening to this week's State Hornet News Podcast. See you next week.